0: This is Ryan from Out of Game and welcome to the first installment of Ryan Reviews. In this episode of Ryan Reviews, I'll be reviewing the game Marital Bliss. Uh, Marital Bliss is a game for two players and it plays in about one week. What? One week? Yes, that's right. This is a game for married couples that you play over the period of a week. It's a very unique type of game in that way. Before I get into how this game plays, as a married man, my wife and I have gone to marriage conferences before, and at this one particular conference we went to, they had games for sale at the conference, and for the most part, the games there were like Monopoly clones, <laughs> and which is kind of sad. And we, ended, we actually ended up buying one. Uh, this is actually before I was really a gamer, but... We have this game at home that is it's essentially a Monopoly clone, but it's, you know, it's focused around marriage, which is fine. You know, when you're playing a game like that, I guess the point of it isn't really about the game itself. It's its just about having that experience or that uh, marriage building experience with your spouse. But it would have been it would be nice if there was a game out there that was more for gamers. And I think that's where Marital Bliss comes in. This game was a Kickstarter game uh, that I hadn't actually heard of. I saw I saw a review of this game on another review channel, which is how I got interested in it. And it seemed something that would be right up my alley uh, because I've always wanted to have a kind of a more gamerly game to play with my wife that was focused on our marriage. And I think this game brings that to the table. So let me just explain how the game works. So Marital Bliss is a, is a box of cards. That's all it is. There are three types of cards in the box. There are mission cards, strategy cards, and reward cards. So let me just explain what these three cards are. So mission cards are missions that you're going to be trying to secretly complete before the week is over. Again, I mentioned before, this game plays over the period of a week. So you're going to be dealing out these mission cards, and like I'm going to have seven mission cards, and so is my wife. And over that week, I'm going to be trying to complete these mission cards. And the mission cards are just that. They tell you what the mission is going to be. And I'll I'll get more into how this works exactly in a minute. Also, in those seven cards you get dealt, you could get strategy cards. Strategy cards are like one-off cards that you play. And then there's reward cards. Reward cards tell you what you will get, something in real life that you will get to do if you win the game. If you win the game, you get the reward. So... How this works is you you first go through the whole box, and I actually like this, you go through the whole box with your spouse, and you remove any cards that you just don't want to use. So my wife and I did this, we removed some rewards that we thought we wouldn't like, we removed some mission cards that we thought were either too easy or just didn't apply to us, and we removed some of the strategy cards. Some of the strategy cards have like a take that element, and I just... I removed a couple of those because I just thought it would be mean, (laughs) and it seemed a little bit against the spirit of at least what we wanted to do. Uh, So, you know, we just removed everything that we just didn't want to use, and, you know, it was a a handful of cards that were removed. So that's the first thing you do. The second thing you do is you shuffle up the reward cards, and you deal five public reward cards, and each player chooses their reward. And you could choose the same one if you wanted. So the first time that we played this, I chose a reward that said, I'm dying to see that new zombie movie. And the reward was a movie at the theater. You choose the movie spouse pays for popcorn and snacks. So that would be my reward if I won the game. Now, Esther chose a reward, just you and your two friends, peace and quiet, which was her reward simply says one blessed night alone. So she, that's what she was playing for when I was playing for a movie night. Then you deal out uh, seven secret mission cards to each person. And these mission cards could be actual missions or they could be strategy cards. So let me just give you an idea of some of the mission cards that there are. And these vary in points from like three to seven points. So, for example, there's one called, well, hello there, Captain Fancy Pants. And the mission is to be a gentleman or lady, pull out a chair for your spouse. And that's a three point mission. Now, these mission cards also have something called a brownie point where if you complete the mission, you get the three points. But if you if you do the extra thing called the brownie point, so the brownie point in this one is help put on coat or loan a jacket if chilly, then you get a bonus point. So you have the mission and then you have the brownie point. Now, let's say at the end of the week you did not complete this mission. This is like Ticket to Ride. So... Instead of getting a plus three, you would actually get minus three. So it's important to try to do your missions. Another one here, here's a 7.1, a rhyming mission card. What a treat. The mission is write your spouse a poem, short and neat. And the brownie point is recite it to him or her and make it sweet. So that's a 7-point mission. Another 7-point mission, a rose for a rose. Mission, give your spouse a flower or several. Brownie point, pick a specific type of flower, have a reason. So, you know, these vary. There's a lot of these and you would get these seven missions. And then once you get your seven missions, uh, so I mentioned that you would get negative points if you didn't complete it. Um, You can actually look through the mission cards right when you get them and you can discard any that you just think are too hard. So if you didn't remove them at the beginning, which you probably should have thought they're too hard to accomplish, you have another chance to remove the ones that you think are too hard. But that's your only chance to do so. Once that is done, everyone's removed the cards, the the round has started, the se- the 7-day round has started. Now, throughout the week, you're going to be trying to complete these missions. And but here's the catch. If your spouse guesses one of your missions while you do it or at any time during the week. So, let's say I did I completed one of my missions on Monday. And then on Friday, my uh, my wife Esther decided to guess, and she guessed that I completed that mission. Then I then I have to discard that mission, and I cannot, I do not get the points for it. But the risk of guessing someone's mission is if you're wrong, you get a negative point. So as you're playing you, throughout the week, you're trying to do your mission secretly, uh, but you're also trying to look out for your what your spouse is doing and, and potentially guessing their missions, but you don't want to guess too often because you might lose a point. So that's pretty much how the game is played. You just go through a period of a week with your spouse trying to complete these missions, trying to guess uh, your spouse's missions. And then at the end of the week, uh, you sit down together, you see who earned the most points, you add the brownie points, and then you explain, you know, when you did these missions. And this part can be really fun because... Your spouse may not agree with you that you completed your mission, so you have to make your case. You know, you have to say, "No, I did do it," and explain how you did it and why it's valid. Uh, and then once you've uh, once you've added up all the points, subtract all the negative points. Uh, whoever had the most points wins and gets the reward that they had chosen at the beginning of the week. And you're just supposed to tuck that re- reward away and pull it out and use it uh, whenever you see fit. And then, if you want, start another round. So that's how the game works. Now that I've explained the rules of Marital Bliss, I thought I'd bring on a very special guest to discuss our experience with the game. And that, of course, is my beautiful wife, Esther. Hi. So... Esther and I played this game. You remember I've interviewed Esther before. She she does play games with me, but this is one of the only games that we've ever played that is actually focused on marriage. So I thought that we'd just go over the things we liked about the game and get, get her opinions on it as well. I think I'll, I'll start. So just talking about the components of the game itself, I like the cards. I don't know. What do you think of the card art and, and everything on the so cards?
1: pretty neat, simple, direct. It's kind of like vintage looking.
0: Yeah, I agree. It, it, like when I look at the cards, it reminds me of like a like a fifties TV show, like Happy Days or something. And the graphic design is nice. You know, I mentioned that there's reward cards and there's mission cards. And they, they made it obvious which cards are which when you're looking through them. Plus, the, the quality of the cards is nice. I like that at the beginning of the game, one of the things I liked is that they let you remove cards from the deck that you didn't think applied to you. What did you think about that?
1: I love that, you know, because certain things in there aren't applied to us. We don't have to do it. If we just have to do everything, it won't be fun anymore. It just Yeah.
0: I mean, there there are definitely cards in there. I think between Esther and I, we probably removed around 20 cards. Uh, You can remove reward cards. You can remove the mission cards. Uh, I removed some of the strategy cards. Um, I like that this was a week-long game. That's a very unique thing about this game is that you play over a week. Now, Esther and I actually played for three weeks. So what do you think about the time length of the game?
1: I think it's good. Five days is perfect. Monday to Friday. And then Saturday, we review all the cards. Which one we we guessed and which one we did not guess, and then and then we enjoy the reward. Certain reward takes planning, like rent a hotel and bed and breakfast type of weekend reward. You know, it's not convenient. You have to plan ahead. You know, but instead of doing the reward in a card, you can just do the re- simple reward for each other as a encouragement. You know. You don't do things with each other for reward. You just point to, to do it, you know, to remind each other, focus on each other during the week instead of on the children, things that we need to do.
0: But the reward adds something fun to, to work towards, too. I mean, otherwise it wouldn't be a game. But I think the the point of the game, you're right. It's not so much about, it's not about the reward. It's about the experience over that week, period of doing things for each other.
1: Yeah, I like that. I want to do something that I hope that you won't be able to guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't guess any of Esther's. I I tried to guess one and I was wrong and I got minus one point because there was one night where she just randomly started calling me like this nickname... And I know there's a card in there that's about making up a nickname for your spouse. But I guessed that, and the, and it was completely wrong. She just, for whatever reason, was doing that. Would, was that intentional, or are you just...
1: Yes, I just thought you probably guessed something. And, then you know, I sometimes you just have to be smart. I want you to try to guess something that I'm doing. But at the same time, I don't want you to guess the yeah. things that I'm doing on the cards.
0: Yeah, one of the things you can do is you can start doing things for your spouse that you normally wouldn't do so that they would guess that that was one of your cards and lose points. Uh, I didn't do that, but I thought that is a strategy. I think they even mentioned that in the rule book, something you can do. So it's basically just encouraging you to do more and more uh, things for your spouse, things that are on your cards and things that aren't, you know, everything kind of pushes you towards doing more things for each other. Yes. Um, One thing I like about this game is that just by looking through the deck of cards, it helps you realize things that maybe you should be doing for your spouse, just in general. (laughs) It's almost like giving you a list of things that you should do for your spouse. By putting them in this game, you know, you can just flip through the cards and think, oh, maybe that's something that I should be doing. Just in general, outside of the game, it's almost like here's a list of of things that you could do for each other. Just to help your marriage. That's one thing that I like too.
1: Yeah, I hope the company will do more expansion.
0: Yeah, I mean this is it's such an easy thing to expand upon.
1: Yeah, the deck isn't very thick, you know, there's much more room to to add on.
0: Yeah, I mean I I didn't count the cards. I I imagine there's at least fifty to a hundred cards in the deck, so it's big. I mean it's big enough for the game. Cause you're only drawing seven, and you play those seven for a week. But yeah, if you played. Play this over and over, then it would get even harder to do the things for each other, but at the same time you if you know all the cards and you both know them, you could just do other cards like I was saying before, like random cards to try to get them to guess and lose points. so it, it might actually add some more strategy to the game if we knew all the cards. I don't know if you remember there was a movie we watched called Fireproof. Yeah. And the actor in there did something he called the love dare. It's the love dare. They actually made a book out of it. It's where you, you take 40 days and every day you do something secretly. Your, your spouse doesn't even know you're doing this, but you do something secretly for your spouse. And this kind of it, it gave me the same feeling of that. It's like they took the love dare and made a game out of it where you're both kind of doing that for each other. And, I, and I'm almost wondering if that's what inspired this game uh, was the love dare. What are some other things that you liked or that stood out to you about the game?
1: The reward, of course, you know. I hope the reward is be more creative. Some reward costs money. Some you don't need to, but the reward costs money. You need planning, you need time, you need effort, and walk around your schedule and everything, you know. But they should have the reward for each other too. Reward to do together that we can do together, and some reward we do separately.
0: You know, they do. So you picked the one that you picked was about a night by yourself, (laughs) but the um, I think most of the rewards were things you could do together. Like mine was about going to a movie together, uh, and there were there were a lot of them to choose from. Mm. Okay, now a couple I do want to mention a couple things. I, I guess I would call them negatives about the game. There are nothing real major. I think one is just that the game comes in like a cheap little cardboard box, but it's a $20 game. And most card games these days, you know, in the hobby games come in thicker cardboard boxes and they're less than $20. So, I mean, I think it's, I still think it's worth it because it's such a unique game. And the point of the game, you know, to have a game to play with your spouse like this, I think it's worth it. But I just wish that the box was a little better constructed, I guess. Uh, Another thing that I think would have been nice if they would have put in would be like some kind of sleeves to put your cards in so you could carry them around with you during the week. Now, I did email them about this, and they said they actually designed the, the cards to be the size of business cards so you could put them in your wallet. I don't think that was in the rules or anything, so that would have never occurred to me without emailing them. So what I did is I actually took a uh, a Starbucks card sleeve, like from a Starbucks gift card, and I used that to put them in, so I could take the cards with me. It's just a little thing I thought would have been nice. And when I when I emailed them about it, they thought it was a good idea and that maybe they could create those and hand them out at a convention or something, like sleeves to put the cards in. Other than that, I mean, that was really it. I mean, I like the game itself. I think the game is perfect for what it was. So. I mentioned before that the only other games that I've seen that are focused on marriage are like clones of Monopoly, like Monopoly-style games. So I like that this was something different. I I like that it, you could play it over a week. I like that it's constantly encouraging you over time to do things for each other. Any other thoughts you had on, on the game, Esther?
1: You probably sum up everything. Not much else, you know, just... It's good to play monthly. It's good to just don't just play once a year, you know. (laughs) It doesn't help you. (laughs) Right. Play more often, you know.
0: Now, do you think that they've accomplished their goal of creating a game that will strengthen your marriage?
1: Definitely. Definitely, you know. Give you a perspective to do things. Give you, oh, this is a mission. I have to do this, you know. We tend to do better when we have a mission in front of us. Oh, this is what you need to do that I would never thought of to write you a card. But one of my cards was send your spouse a, a card. So during the Christmas, I want to get you a special card and I write to you.
0: Yeah. And, and that was great because, I, I mean, she, Esther's written me things before, but I loved receiving that card at Christmas. And it was funny because... <laughs> I asked her if she wanted to end the game and she said you have to wait till Christmas. <laughs> and I couldn't figure out why. And that was why, because she had a car that she wanted to give to me on Christmas. Okay. Well, that's really all I had to say. So I would definitely recommend this game and it, and I would even consider giving this game to other couples as a gift, especially even, well, I mean, for newlyweds, for one, but any married couple, uh, I think, would benefit from this game if they're willing to give it a try. You don't have to be a gamer to play this game. There's The rules are very simple. This is really just about doing things for each other to kind of strengthen your marriage and show your love for each other.
1: That's right. I definitely will keep that in mind, buy some boxes or something. How much is it retail for?
0: If I remember right, it's $20. And if you want to pick up a copy of this game, you can go to www.maritalblissgame.com to pick up a copy of the game. And coincidentally, the designers of Marital Bliss have agreed to give away a copy of the game to one of our listeners. So if you're out there listening... To enter the contest to win a copy of Marital Bliss sent directly from the designers, what I'd like you to do is go out to our Facebook page and post a funny story about something that you did for your spouse that either was a complete success or a complete failure. Just go out to our Facebook page, like us there, and then just share a a quick story. uh, And that will give you an entry in the contest. And with Valentine's Day coming up, the deadline for this contest will be Tuesday, February 2nd at 11.59 p.m. CST. All right. I think that's it for now. Thanks for listening and good night.
1: Good night.